Welcome to the Beer Canspiracy Show. It's a comedy podcast where three best buds sit around and talk about the supernatural, conspiracy theories, true crime, and more. Pretty much anything weird. Now we tend to pull no punches, so a mature listening audience is advised. But if you like to have a good time, then crack open a cold one, pull up a chair, and hang out with the boys of the Beer Conspiracy Show. Yes, I was climbing with um, Rick Rookmeyer. We were doing an alpine route in the spring of 1983. We were avalanched off the route. Um, we fell some 600 meters to the bottom. The time when I woke up, I wasn't sure where I was. I went over to Rick and he was dead and, and I realized that I, was, I had broken many of the bones of my body, internal injuries, and I knew the chance of living was very slim. And so I effectively just laid down knowing that death was near. And, it, and about the time that I began to get comfortable and warmer, there was essentially a voice over my right shoulder which said, no, you have to try, you, you can't die. From then on, this voice just gave me instructions. It was a presence, I could feel it. For most of the day, we went across the valley and it was a constant companion. There was very little I could do, so I was sitting there just more or less waiting for the sun to go down, knowing that, that I would probably be dead in a few hours. But the voice was with me, and it was, it was a companion. It was, I, was never, I was never scared. I was just there with, this, with, with the voice. This voice left because it knew I was safe. I don't think I would have been able to do what I did without that help. Welcome to the Beer Conspiracy Show. Thank you guys for joining us. We're your hosts. I'm Aaron. Dirty D. I'm Sean. Dirty D is finally back this week again. I've been back the whole he's, time. Yeah, he's been here the whole time. So if Dirty D is here, we're going to kick it over to him to do some dirty news. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. It's getting dangerous out there on the internet these days. You gotta be careful where you go and what you do, because police are investigating the first case of girls' virtual gang rape in the metaverse. Virtual reality gang rape. Their pussies are fine, though, right? Yes. Okay, so. But her mind pussy is blown. Oh my god, here we go. Now you, so, all right. Jared always said, if I'm going to kill a girl, I'm going to rape her too. So if a girl is going to scream rape, you might as well. Kill her? Rape her. Oh. Uh, you know? If you, you know want I mean? to, I guess. That's up to you. Well, I mean, if she's going to say I don't condone it, such behavior. If she's going to say it, might as well do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but then when you prove her wrong, you can't prove her wrong because oh, yeah, you for, did it. I forgot about that. Never mind. <laughs> Jeez. Forgot about that. The British police are investigating the alleged gang rape of a girl's avatar in a virtual reality game and it is what is believed to be the first probe of its kind involving the metaverse hey this doesn't evolve when you kill somebody at halo and you're doing like you press down on their no face. you can't you're not allowed to do that anymore are you it's serious what? sexual assault I are you fucking with us or is this no, real? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I know you don't know because you don't play halo <laughs> no but i have seen like where they will ban people from doing that and like competitive games or whatever oh. it's like against the rules it's good to fuck. assert your dominance <laughs> so i don't really understand exactly how the metaverse works or any of this stuff but the ledge victim identified only as a girl under 16 was wearing a virtual reality headset in an immersive game when her avatar an animated representation of her was raped by those of several men but like so i guess you just walk around and and do stuff, but why would they have added forcibly raping, gang raping someone? Why is that the option game? in the like, game? I'm, ima- right. I'm imagining what button Sims. Is that? I'm That's imagining, what I'm imagining too. Imagining Sims, and there's four guys. They 
corner her <clears throat> and they just start moving the character and then yeah, it just pops she can't, she can't it go it pops up in your headset press r for rape yeah <laughs> why is that oh you gotta option? keep pressing i don't know you gotta like, keep keep hitting r, r, yeah. r, 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 r. <laughs> and then she's gotta hit the space bar as fast as she can but she can't hit the space bar as fast as four dudes hit that's her kicking, kicking yeah. her legs it's like who's gonna win this <laughs> round <laughs> he's but, like oh yeah. it's rape again <laughs> yeah so the main problem is that's an option because I don't understand. Yeah. There's an emotional and psychological impact on the victim that is a that is longer term than any physical injuries because she had none. Did she try removing her headset? Right. <laughs> Did I she think that would turn off the computer. Stop the rape. Probably so. Well, she shouldn't wear that costume on the video game. Right. I mean, how hot was it? Well, it doesn't it? show it, but oh. I bet it was real hot. Oh, she's 16 <laughs> years old, you disgusting <laughs> perv. Well, her avatar is an 800-year-old yeah, demon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. With so big, it's okay. Big old boobies. It's okay to rape demons. Yeah, but exactly. it turns out it's a 16-year-old on the yeah. That's her fault. On the other end. Yes. Yeah, so don't do that part. Yes, not. Still, UK authorities fear, they fear it may be impossible to prosecute under existing laws because it shouldn't be prosecuted because that's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, yep. Which defines sexual assault as physically touching in a sexual manner without consent. Case closed. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what game this is. Well, dude, just <laughs> we think about on here. Think about what this leads to. Somebody, I mean, we talk about rape all the time. Yeah. So if somebody players. listens to our podcast and they're they're hearing about rape and they're like, "Oh, that physically abused, that psychologically abused me," they could sue us. Yeah, could be. Eric, that's the UK Eric cuts though. The podcast. So I don't think they'll get us. UK's into that weird stuff, like oh really? Well, I mean, they don't have guns and you stuff. You can't right? call people so, gay or lesbians or whatever online. They'll come and put you in jail. Are you serious? Yeah, like Fuck if you that, man, like hate crimes. Yeah, the, like if you hate crime somebody online, they'll come and arrest you. Oh no wonder they're so UK. pissed off all the time, yeah. man. They can't like they get found their, the loophole that you can go and rape online. They can't get their aggressions out. Yeah. This is the only way they can do it: is raping yeah. avatars. Raping avatars. Guys <laughs> gotta call each other a. F- at least six months. It's yeah. like medicinal. I mean, I was watching. Nah, not. <laughs> no, really. don't want to say what you were watching. Yeah, no. I was watching this gang rape porn. No, I was just watching this guy on a video, and he was jerk it. Yeah, he was like, guys, so. born in the eighties. I mean, we used to call each other by nicknames only, like right. or queer right. or something yeah. like that, or. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, oh, he yeah. was like, I don't even know some of my friends' names. Cause always... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because we're always calling each other, just like putting each other down. That was not me. relevant. It's not a big it, deal. It's still hilarious. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a hate crime. Yeah, I know. So it's just lame. But by the time, you know, they're ruining the fun for us. By the time we're in the metaverse, it'll just be you brush against somebody's avatar and that was sexual assault. Now you're in virtual. Would they go to virtual prison? A real prison, virtually. Then they get virtually gang banged. I, the I thought the NFL had it bad. What was Accusations that? Accusations just ruin people's life. What was that movie? Three Ninjas. Ready Player One. How, yeah. Did oh, they cut good. that scene out of that movie where they were like gang raping somebody's avatar? I Is that part so. of their metaverse? Yeah, that part in that movie they didn't put that into the game. So you oh, couldn't do it. Oh, smart. <laughs> so, yeah. So they were like, <laughs> I don't want people to be killed yeah. and raped. So let's like, not make Philip over option. here is advocating for putting the rape button in, but everybody else is like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe in an update later down the line. Yeah, you got to, but we're not going to do that right now. You got to pay for that one. Yeah. That's definitely a paid upgrade. Yeah. So the investigation has raised questions about whether police should be using time and limited resources to investigate metaverse crimes while struggling with substantial backlogs of in-person rape cases. Don't even deal with this. <laughs> oh, but that's hard. Keep going. <laughs> I know it's easy to dis- dismiss this as being not real, because it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but the whole point of these virtual environments is that they are incredibly immersive, says the senior politician to oh, told this person. The news place is called Nick Ferrari at breakfast. <laughs> the Nick Ferrari at breakfast program. And we're talking about a child here. And a child has gone through sexual trauma. So why is a child on this fucking rape video game? So it's her parents' fault. Right. Why is she on a game where she can be raped? Right. Sounds like bad parenting to me. Exactly. Agreed. And stupid UK people. It will have a very significant (coughs) psychological effect. And we should be very, very careful about being dismissive of this. 
I dismissive of it. But we will dismiss the in-person rape cases because that's a lot harder to deal with. Yeah, fuck them. Cleverly also argued that someone willing to rape a child avatar in a video game will be someone that could go to do terrible things in the physical realm. They were banging a demon. Right? <laughs> I, mean, I made that part up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what it you was. You got me. God damn it. But, <laughs> I mean, we do Grand Theft Auto and all yeah, that shit. Like, that doesn't does. mean... You're doing it because it, there is no real consequences. Right. Doesn't mean you're going to go, you know, bang a hooker in your car and then shoot her and steal the money. Yeah. yeah. I do that in games, so I don't do it in real yeah. life. Watch Get it uh, out your system. a Grand Theft Hooker, like, knock at Aaron's door, like, hey, you remember me? He's like, oh, my favorite hooker from that game. Like, I've I been- thought I killed you. Last <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. Ian Critchley, the lead of the lead for child protection and abusive investigation at the National Police Chiefs Council, said that the metaverse creates a gateway for predators to victimize children. Not if a children doesn't have a gun. Is that predator's Not if the children does have a gun. If the children don't have a gun, the predator won't kill them. (laughs) You just edited that out, right? Yeah, well. well. (laughs) Want some candy? Yep. (laughs) That was a shitty impression. (laughs) I've done way better. (laughs) There have been several reports of virtual sex crimes in Horizon Worlds. So that's apparently the game. A free VR game. (laughs) It's like, oh, what? What's that called (laughs) again? I could do this for free, too. (laughs) Let me get a pencil. Where's the rape setting? (laughs) (laughs) I want to turn it all the way up. Senior police investigator said that the metaverse has become rife with online sex crimes and other type of offenses, including virtual thefts. But so far, there have been no prosecutions. It's not real. Man, I was talking about Grand Theft Auto 6 to Aaron. I was like, you're excited? He's like, I don't care. It looks really cool. It sounds like if you kill a hooker on the game, it sounds like it's about to get illegal in real life. Well, apparently, a lot of the people making this are like woke women, this new one. So it probably, they said they want to make it for the modern audience, which means it's going to suck. What are you saying? Like making the game? Yeah, or like making the, the allegations. Devel- no, the developers are. Oh like yeah, that's that's problem number one. Put a yeah. woman to make and they want to make games it for the modern audience. You know how they make all this stuff for the modern audience that doesn't exist. As long as I have the opportunity to have a dildo and beat a hooker with it, I just yeah. want to know that I can. They definitely won't let you do that. Do you need a dildo? No, I don't need one. But I would Why like to you want do it with one. your own dick. I yeah, would like the op- and on the game, I would like the uh, option to do that. I'd like it to be an opportunity. Well, that concludes the segment of Dirty <laughs> D's Dirty News. Okay, 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 okay. All right, that was Dirty D's Dirty News. Now it's Sean's turn. He's going to be leading our topic today. What are we discussing over there? Uh, so I was getting a little bummed out one day. I was like, man, everything we research, parallel universes, they eat our souls. Aliens trying to do bad things and also... Touch our booties. What else? Which is, is a good thing. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> serial killers. Uh, bummer. I was like, is there anything cool that we researched that's a feel good story? And then uh, I was reminded about the, you know, I've heard about it. I just never knew the term or what they call it the third man effect. Third man effect. Yes. One man, two man, three mans. So, in, from what I understand, we've all done research. Everyone, every, all three of us, all, all third man, have done a research. Three man research team. Three man here. Research team. We all did a little bit. Yep. We all got some stories we're going to be telling. Even I did, Aaron. I did most of the work, <laughs> but of course, Sean's going to get the glory. So why don't you mm-hmm. go ahead and kick us off? Uh, so, y'all probably heard about it too. It's called the third man effect or syndrome or factor. I grew up uh, with the effect self. Do y'all use the other ones? No, you heard about I've, it. I always always heard effect, and I then I've but just I like factor syndrome. I like syndrome. third man factor. Syndrome. Oh shit! Now we're all three have a favorite. <laughs> I'm syndrome. Okay. I'm factor. God, you're effect. effect. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, the effect of herpes ravaged your body. Oh jeez! So I was obligated to do this story because it's on every single podcast it's it's the first documented case so we're doing what everybody else is yeah on? let's do what everybody well, else may, is doing maybe we could add our own little twist doubt it you gotta you gotta bring it up because well, it's pretty cool it's your story so okay. make a twist 
Oh, there's a twist? Mr. Shamamalan? There's no yeah. twist. Just, anyway. Oh, well, why'd you bring it up? Seriously. Why'd you bring up a twist? Don't bring up the twist if you're not going to twist us. Okay. The most famous case uh, happened a long time ago, uh, about 1900s. It's uh, Sir Ernest Shackleton. You can't call it the 1900s. And we're going to go over the specific years later. But yeah, it literally but it's literally a 1900s. sound really old. Guess Sorry. They were born in the 1900s? No, it's like all this takes place back then. I'll take one if you're just in there. I want this drink and one. another one. Here and there. Oh, damn it. Oh, baby, a triple. Oh, yeah. Now, this is the first documented case. Uh, it was documented in 1940. It is the first documented case, but this third man effect has been happening since forever What's the, the shackleton was in 1940 no it's been documented in 1940. oh i want to get to the year about 1905 1904 you're skipping ahead you're i thought you like, said i thought we we're talking about how shackleton. is he skipping ahead if he's going backwards and then you said the first documented case was in 1940, 1940. yeah they're like uh he mentions it he talks about it but i guess they were like what's documented oh shit yeah. So oh, it happened in 1905. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't talk about it till 1940. Correct. Yeah. They were like, oh shit, was he talking about like, I thought it was just like a PTSD or something. We'll get to like what maybe causes it to at the end, have some mm-hmm. theories. So we're talking about Ernest Shackleton. Then I make a little joke about Ernest. I bet it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you have to start it that way. Ernest goes to Antarctica, but I'm, I'm going to. Get that part. <laughs> he was a tremendously famous explorer in his time. Not so much today. That's partly because his uh, accomplishments got overshadowed by, you know, more cooler accomplishments. Like what? Like him. He's obviously going to the Antarctic and he meant to do something. I mean, that's pretty cool. I've never been there. The thing has. And Russell Crowe has. Russell, boy. Russell Crowe. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, my bad. Kurt Russell. Always getting confused. There's no confusion. They're one both cool, cool, one's not cool. The gladiator. Cool. So it was kind of sad when he passed because uh he was just overshadowed and he ended up being poor at the end. There's a sequel to the gladiator. Thing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the thing. I, like, I think it's a prequel. <laughs> so he died poor and just always searching, always uncomfortable, looking for his fortune and glory. Do we know what what was he doing in? Antarctica, like just exploring, you know, back then, like, the, so are we going to get into the story of like, yeah, what yeah. he was doing there? He was yeah. looking for brown no, no. chicks to bang. That, you know, that's, a, that's yeah. it. That's, you know, back then in 1900s, like we didn't know all of the, the world. So like it's unexplored, unmapped. They're like, what if it just stops? What if the flat so earth was just are, going? Yes. He was an explorer. Uh, okay. He was ex- people used to be explorers that used to be a living <laughs> no, well, no wonder you died poor. I mean, you spent all your money exploring, and then this probably was spent a, other people's money exploring. A, a failed exploration, right? No, he, he found. Yeah, well, he Snow. found it. He <laughs> was <laughs> no, he was success successful oh, okay. at exploring. But it sounds silly now because we have uh, satellites. Yeah, so they explore for us. Yeah. So that's but back then it was a big deal. <laughs> His name is Ernest Shackleton. What Ernest? Shackleton, Sir Ernest. He's a sir. He's been to Antarctica four times. English guy? Yeah. If he's a sir. Yeah. He's been knighted. He's not a ma'am. That's true. He's a sir. His first trip to Antarctica was under the direction of Captain Robert Falcon Scott. Uh, It was called. That's a cool captain name. It's called the Discovery Expedition. It took place in 1901 and 1904. Between? Yeah. It took three years to do this, like a trip there and back to Europe. Because uh, they're using goddamn sailboats. Mm. No, wait, coal. <laughs> they're using coal. <laughs> they're using coal. Oh, after they got coal. Yeah, because uh, on one expedition, they use a uh, to conserve. Going to Antarctica back then was a huge fucking bitch. Like probably nobody is now goes too. I bet it's way easier now. Well, probably. But I easier, bet it's. A con- but... I think there's like Discovery Channel. You too. Well, I mean, this guy, his boat had fucking nuclear power on it. Pretty sure it's. Not that hard going oh, through well, ice. I mean, that's a little different. Battleships. Those like are if battleships. we were like, hey, we're going to go to Antarctica next weekend. Oh, we're just talking about regular? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not the fucking Navy. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, yeah <laughs> we could, do, we could yeah. buy a Navy ship. Not we. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> There's thinking, one like over I'll there. I'll stick in the Eisen. In Alabama. We can hop on it and drive it. I'll stick in my old aircraft just, carrier. I was like, I think they could do it. I mean, I'm sure it's just got a steering wheel and a gas pedal. 
about. Nuclear pedal. Like the aircraft carrier? Well, the the yeah. nuclear it's part. It's got a lot of power. It's real, real big. It's real big. Yeah, but you it's just steer it like with a steering wheel and a gas pedal. Well, it goes no. with coal, and then you're like... You got the... We all head full, Captain, and then he pushes the button. At minimum. It's like shooting us. And they at put the minimum. At minimum, you need the driver up top, and then you need four people minimum to drive the boat. Each person per propeller, and then like the driver. That's minimum. So minimum. I'll drive, and you two be the four at the bottom. Three of us, and then the fourth, third man effect. Yeah. Oh, the third man. Yeah. Third, the fourth man. Yeah. Yep. So huge deal. Unfathomable. Huge. But uh, he ended up leaving. He made it. He ended up leaving due to medical issues. But he made it there. Going no, he, he's been to Antarctica. This is his first time going. Uh-huh. And then he leaves because he gets sick. Ah, what do you got? Stomach flu? You uh, got COVID? Yeah, he got COVID. Diar- so, diarrhea a lot back then. Dysentery. This is like, there's the yeah. big story, but there's also a, a really a really neato second story. And it happens on his first expedition that he does. By himself? No, we can't do a whole boat by himself. No, I mean, like, was he the captain or? No, he was like, yeah, he was. He was in charge. You said he was under that other guy. Yeah, though. that was his first expedition. Uh, right. uh, the second, was the second just... one. Different Got years. It. Uh, he's in charge. It's called the, the Nimrod Expedition, otherwise known as the British Antarctic Expedition. Its goal was to reach across the South Pole. The expedition lasts government funding and relied on private loans so that's why it was about half the size of captain robert falcon scott's robert falcon scott's <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> shackleton's first uh that's his first trip there you know that he's commanding unfortunately uh, they didn't quite make it to the south pole but him and his team of scott and adrian wilson set a record by traveling the fergus south which is 112 miles from the south pole Falcon's expedition <coughs> No, he's he's just a part of it. He's not in charge of it at the moment. I don't know. We need to change commands. Maybe No, again. I thought Falcon didn't get to Antarctica. Uh he did. The first, his they both did. Oh, but they just went further. They changed commands, it sounds like. Yeah, they went further. I guess the first time they're like, Yeah, we did it. Fuck yeah. And then they had <laughs> We could totally go farther. Yeah. I just I don't understand what they're drawing on the map. They're just like they don't even know. They don't just even know line. white. Just they don't know that it's all white. They they might see like a city there. Like oh shit, there's uh, a just city. Seeing what they can find. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> explore. Air doesn't get exploring. There was a polar bear over like here. Columbus. You know, Lewis sails Clark, across the ocean. Lewis and Clark. And then thinking that. he's gonna get what? Was he looking for the edge or they were? They knew it was round, so he's trying to go all the way around. But then in America, so mm-hmm. this guy could have. You know, he's like, I'm gonna find a new continent. Sweet. So it's the largest advance in history. They also climbed Mount Erebus, Antarctica's most active volcano, and second what? tallest mountain of 12,448 feet. What? I didn't know this. They got a volcano? Apparently. Ever erupted? I don't know. I don't know Falcons. <sighs> Can it be a volcano if it's never erupted? That That's also... It would just I mean, be a if, mountain, right? I assume... the potential to blow. I assume that it's it not erupts. a volcano at that point yet. If it's never erupted, I assume it's erupted, and I bet this that would be a good fight. The snow, Aaron's looking it up. Or is there it's only a, little... a mountain there because it erupted from a volcano? Well, no, because the plate tectonic. Yeah, dumbass. That's the carpentry guy. I corrected myself. <laughs> uh, Aaron's looking that up, so I'm just gonna go. I'm sure some mountains are made that way. What's well, the highest? The plate? highest active volcano. If it's not active, then they wouldn't call it active well no because it used to be active but it's not anymore if it's never spewed <laughs> it's been active since 1.3 million years ago oh that's yeah. a long time <laughs> so it was a volcano but it's not anymore uh, okay but if I, uh, it's just a mountain that's never erupted can it be a volcano i don't know which came first the chicken or the egg um the dinosaur egg <laughs> so if you watch remember the titans you'll remember that i will not <laughs> what yeah. have you seen it uh-huh. I mean, okay, good. I was like, geez, even if you hate football, you got to watch that movie once. Uh, you'll know there's about uh, two miles and some change. Oh, wait. Mount Erebus disaster, 1979. Who could it have got? Nobody lives there. Oh, uh, a, a plane <laughs> fell. <laughs> Blew into the mountain. <laughs> Never mind. Totally Keep going. different. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Sorry. I got excited. Uh, when they get back to their base camp in the late February 1909, they discover that the Nimrod has left them two days prior. What dicks. I know, right? Like, it would be so uncomfortable once they get you back. Like, you're just looking at them like, awkward. Yes. Like, <laughs> they the said least. they'll be back 
by now, so we, we should leave. Well, should we not wait a couple of days? No, let's go. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Nah, man, Shackleton is super punctual, so if he's late... <laughs> yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> so when they discover that they're left behind, they set fire to their whole camp until that faraway ship notices it. Then it takes that ship three days to come back and get them, so they must have some badass sleeping tents or something like that. It sounds that, ridiculous. That they turned it on fire to be saved. Oh, have like, what if they like weren't looking back? They were only looking forward and they just burned all their shit up. Yeah, that could have happened. There's 50 people there and they got to be like a couple people. There's got to be a lookout guy, right? Just I mean, to, but like you're not top, looking like behind a, you. You're looking in front. That's true. That's true. Never look behind. You always look forward. That's right. not a rule. I have to go pick up two assholes <laughs> that, that were like that pirate ship. It, it, it always goes around. You just can't look fo- like look forward. You go forward, back, and around. Oh, the pirate ship crow's nest. crow's nest. Yeah. So, but they did. They were spotted and they were uh, retrieved three days later. After that, uh, when they got back to England, they uh, he was knighted due to that being fucked up. <laughs> Good job for like, that failed I'm mission. So, I'm sorry for he you won't. were late and they left, but they came back. They they climbed. So now you're a knight. They climbed the like. Not only did they go there, which is hard. They went. They climbed the oh yeah the tallest. According to them, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I would say all kinds of shit, man. We climbed the second we highest mountain. We found an even mountain. bigger mountain than that a, one. It was this big ass volcano. We climbed it while lava was like yeah. We went down, down inside of the volcano and there was like. Fucking volcano it. deer inside. <laughs> yeah. We tried to write, bring one back, but then a fucking volcano bear took it and we ran away. Yeah. You just got to get your fucking guys, nuts. Get your guys to go along with it. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> send anybody else out there because it's too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so now Sir Ernest Shackleton planned and led another expedition called the Imperial Transarctic Expedition. And that started in 1914 and went to 1917. The goal this time is for two ships they park on. Okay, so he's going to go. He's going to walk across Antarctica from one side of the continent. It's continent, right? Yeah, it's continent. <laughs> and then he's just going to go straight across. And he's, get picked up on the other side by another ship? Uh, Do they know where the other side is? He's just going to like use his compass and go that way. How are they going to pick him up if they don't know where the other side is? Oh, they kind of I guess they know a little bit of, of a map. Maybe oh. they just saw the land but didn't park because they have a, they got a map and they know where they're going so maybe like... Uh, does a compass work at the South Pole? I have no like idea. How do, where, where does it point north if you're on the South Pole? I don't know. So <laughs> <laughs> like he does need a, he does need another <laughs> he does need another boat on the other side because it's impossible to have that long of a voyage, like a walk across the continent without like supply. Like they can't carry that much. They could only do so much. So they sent another ship just to like uh, put in supply depots so they could go pick it up, go pick it up. Uh, in Antarctica, there's like no animals or nothing, right? Right. It's only the North Pole. Right. So it has the cold animals. So you can't build a, yeah. You can't hunt penguins and. There's nothing living on the Shit. ground. Oh, what if a worm, like a, some sort of scary worm, worm. Under there? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Tremor-esque kind yeah. of movie. I saw one of them like Ooh, three years ago. Because where the fuck are you going to go in the Antarctic? I kind of feel that they have that Snow movie. Tremors? There's a bunch of Tremors. There probably is one. We, I saw one two Maybe. or three years ago, and it sucked. It was kind of like worm, Jurassic yeah. Park, but with Tremors. I was like, not the big worms ones, just the, the walkie. Yeah. The, sucked i thought it was gonna be cool i was like this is gonna be so corny it'll be cool and i was like this is it's just not- horrible yeah it's just they need bad. to bring back kevin mcintyre oh yeah kevin bacon would be cool yeah that other guy's dead black haired guy mm-hmm. he's dead yeah, yeah he is dead yeah so uh that party that was dropping the supplies off uh while the ship was docked you can't go on land because you're going there and like uh it's water, but you're like disturbing the peace and it gets, I'm assuming this is my reasoning. Like you get more surface area on the water. So it just freezes. So as the ship, as a ship approaching Antarctica, just going like the water is freezing. So it eventually just stops. Like you get stuck because the water behind you freezes and in the front too, you, you splash it, you part it. And then it's like in the air and it just, then you just frozen in place. Yep. 
like those um i guess they have it on youtube oh that's why they always have the movies where they're like pulling the ships with the ropes and shit yeah because of this i don't know how cold it has to be that'd be a little i wish i'm sure it's negative yeah because uh like salt water doesn't freeze until is it salt water yeah, it's ocean. It's ocean. Well, yeah, but one part of the ocean is fresh water and part is salt water. That's not a thing. They're talking about lakes and ponds. Hmm? You like the thing in the Atlantic Ocean where the salt water and the fresh water meets and it's just like a line. I'm going to guess crazy like talk. negative 37. Negative 100. 150. No. Oh, um, that's pretty good. Uh, negative... 212. Negative no. 60. What is it? Minus 34. That's it. That's warm. <laughs> That's pretty. We're yeah. in Antarctica, right? Yeah. I made it in a. Lowest um, temperature ever recorded minus. Oh, shit. That's Celsius. Oh, that's. Uh, no. Well, I mean. That's a big difference. Yeah. Minus 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Most, yeah, that's not bad. The lowest temperature minus 130 huh. Fahrenheit is 129. Minus 30 is very manageable. I've been in negative 17 once for work. Uh, Walmart for X-ray. Oh. Walmart, it was negative twenty in the ice cream room, That's wasn't pretty, it? Yeah, I, it, I don't know. You should know. You worked there, or was it just twenty? I don't know. I was in the meat, just I was meeting degrees. produce. I was thirty-five degrees. Y'all? In, the, in the summer, it's around fourteen. Oh, with, in summer temps reach a balmy fifty. Hmm. Fifty degrees. Mm-hmm. That's pretty warm for Antarctica. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds pretty livable. Like, I don't know why they're. We ain't it. living there during negative thirty. 30 that's kind of doable I've, but i've we'll seen go you, do it i've seen youtube videos where like it's like 12 feet of snow though so it's i mean it's all snow and ice isn't it yes they'll have where they like have boiling water and just throw it in the air and it just instantly freezes we'll talk about the thing in antarctica later right. so they drop off their the sl- supply depots you know the stashes sorry Cashes. I don't know. I, yeah that's a better thing but the storm, it moved. There's a storm. They called it a gale, and I had to look up a gale. So I think it's just heavy winds. winds. That's what it is. <laughs> They're parked, but the storm is like pushing the boat north. So the boat like just pushed up north, and then uh, the other guys are like they don't have the proper equipment to survive for a couple of days. So uh, three people die before <laughs> the ship returns and retrieves that. They should have had their third man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess so. Explain that. How come they didn't have a third man? I don't know. Maybe we could talk about it. Later. Maybe they did, but that third man. We was haven't even really got to the third man. Well, no, I mean, if you did, you did. Yeah, like, it kind of sounds. Maybe they had, had one, one but then they it was like anyway. they died. Uh, so they died. Three of them on the lighter side, on Sir Shackleton's side. The twenty-eight men team aboard the Endurance came in through the. It's called the Waddell Sea. I have a map. It's not very. It's just like that. You know, Antarctica has that hook. Yeah, like they're right. That's the Waddell Sea. So they parked right there. Uh, their ship was unable to make it due to the disturbed ocean freezes as they passed through the waters, stopping it in its tracks. There came a point when they were unable to sail through the water as the water was disturbed and it would turn into ice, eventually stop the ship. And we already talked about that a lot. They a little dis- bit. We can yeah. talk about it more. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. So that's a coal ship, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. They dismounted and they like slept on a glacier. chop it out? No, it can't even chop, chop. it. You probably just fucked? Sl- yeah, they get down on the glacier. Gotta wait for that 50-degree weather. There were some coals yeah. on the snow. Yeah. I don't know. They got down. Uh, so And then they uh, they started to hear a big old loud creaking, and then their their boat Freezes. like imploded. Yeah, and then imploded, and then it sunk. Oh, fuck. That <laughs> <laughs> sucks. It's all the water, and it just freezes. And I didn't know the right verb, but it's freezing, and then like the, the wood just exploded. Well, it's oh, like... When you freeze a a water bottle, expands and so what's yeah. the exploded is the simple word. No, to, just I mean, exp- yeah, expanded too much and expanded. But wood explodes. expands with heat. Is it wood? He just said it was a wood ship. Oh, it's a wood ship. Oh, wood expands with heat and contracts with cold. So maybe it, it's it's not a wood ship because they're using coal. I guess it would have to be. Metal. I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm just saying. He said you, it was a wood ship. You said I it was probably like said 1915 what? or 14. I mean, uh, Titanic is 14. So they had. That don't mean all the ships were. Well, they're metal. I don't know. He just said wood, so that's what I probably said I was it once. With. And He's, I apologize. You literally just said it. I did. Maybe then we'll look up that book. I feel probably like, wasn't made for those temperatures. I feel like metal would explode more than wood. I wood. agree. Uh, so I went to the bottom of the ocean, and the first time they saw it, 
like again, that ship was a uh, 2022. Oh, they found it on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, nice. They said it was in good shape, except for the except for the fact that it was exploded. Yeah. holes in it. Yep. Uh, luckily, they already had two lifeboats off the main boat, and uh, their mission was postponed. I don't know why. Because their boat exploded. They're like, goddamn. <laughs> so there's 28 dudes just there on an iceberg. And just so land. Shackleton and five other dudes, they made an 800-mile open ocean journey on their lifeboats to South Georgia. Kind of overshot it, right? Russia? No, there's an island 800 miles from Antarctica called South Georgia. Is that where they were headed to? Like, Yeah, there's a whaling company station there, and they need help. They Any help. That's the closest thing. Hmm. Uh, it took 17 days. I'm imagining robots, but that's probably not right. No idea. <laughs> I mean, like I think life rafts. Nineteen, yeah, or yeah. I said life ro- rafts, rowboats, lifeboats. Ro- what is it? It's water. Or yeah. Is it frozen land? Both. It's well, frozen water. So what are you just like? This part's frozen. This part's walkable. So you're just like pulling a boat to the. God damn, that sucks. Fuck this, man. I never go into the, the South Pole. <laughs> that travel took them 17 days. So once they get on the island, Shackleton took two men. Frank Worsley and Tom Crean, and they crossed the mountain range. That took a day and a half until they reached the whaling station. Every man of the Endurance lived. 28 dudes, stranded for a while. So still no third man? Oh. Long story. So much later, they have a, they have a testimony. Like, they asked them what happened. Uh, Shackleton wrote a book. Individually, like, they can't cooperate. Cooperate. Yeah, like, they can't put together their story. There's no emails and stuff. Individually, they all like got their own books and they're like giving their testimonies. And they all mention, like, yeah, we're just three people, but I could have sworn there's like this fourth dude there just like pushing us on. And like, like each one individually said, there's a fourth guy, there's another guy. And yeah, and then, um, that's like the first documented case. There's what if there was book. another guy, but they ate him? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like there really was one, not an imaginary one. I haven't seen that movie, I don't know. I bet that's what happened. And uh, there's like so many examples of like that same thing happening. Like uh, a lot of explorers, which I kind of blame them. Like you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation. Like there's this uh, woman explorer, like deep sea diver. And like her mm. husband just passed away. She, He's the one that would like calm her and tell her don't freak out. Once you're in this like underwater cave, I'm about to die. Like think. And so he passed Let's away. Let's do it one last time. Yeah, under the water. I know. I'm like, and like in this case, are you kind of like doing it up? I don't think you deserve this third man. Like you're doing, putting yourself in danger at this. Turns point. out she banged a shark. Well, no, she like he used to take care of her so much that when he wasn't there, she was like, oh, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do now? Like, yep. you should not be there if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, she was uh, freaking strong out. Strong, independent the f- woman. What the yeah. fuck? What am I? And then like, yeah, strong, independent. Her third man was her don't husband. Don't need no man. Yeah, like who was uh, dead. Yeah, I thought it was just an ex-husband, but then it was like it came out and he was dead the whole time. I was like, oh, shit. I like the sixth sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would like to Aaron, read this poem because he ain't do shit. You got it. <laughs> so this is a poem from T.S. Eliot. I don't know why it's attributed to Rusty Shackelford. It's it's from like it's inspired. Oh, oh, he wrote this because of. Uh-huh. OK, yeah. So this is just a snippet from The Wasteland. It is, who is the third who walks always beside you? When I count, there are only you and I together. But when I look ahead up the white road, there is always another one walking beside you, gliding, wrapped in a brown mantle, hooded. I do not know whether a man or a woman, but who is that on the other side of you? Third man. So why is it called third man if, like, one person happens... (laughs) Well, like in the other stories, it's like one person's going through something, and there's another person, and then they disappear. So she, that's how it, most of it. Goes. Like, where? Why is it called third man? Maybe it's like third person. Stupid. That's video games. Maybe. Like, oh, like, like I'm talking about. Aaron did this. I'm speaking in the third person. I mean, maybe I understand what you're saying. Or is like the rescuer. Well, I was saying that for him. Like the victim, well, the I'll rescuer. I'll say it to you. Is the two, and then the. Third man is the guy that wasn't there. I was, if it started with Shackleton, he Look, had three guys, and then the user, right, it was the fourth com- guy. Use your computer and say, why is it called the third man? Comput- 
Turf. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it like an eight ball for nerds? Dang. I gotta shake it. My kids are definitely gonna know what the eight ball is. Well, you know, the the game, not, not the hardcore drugs. I just learned what an eight ball was. Cocaine. And heroin, right? Oh, I don't know. Aaron taught me. No. <laughs> that was uh speedball. Speed ball. Speed, oh no. Eight ball is just uh Coke? cocaine. Oh. Is it that big the way you did it? <laughs> I, I think so. It's pretty big. I have no idea. I always imagine it was the size of an eight ball. Coke ball. Because of that poem, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right. Who's the third? Who so at the very, the after chain. David's story, I would like to talk about uh, what maybe can be causing this. All right. I also have some of that. Oh, yeah. Maybe. We'll talk about that after your story. Yeah, because I, I got to pee. I do. So, All right, back into it. No, no country. Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he really is racist. No, Django. Different Django. The German guy. The German. Oh, uh, okay. That sucked. All right, that was the end of he Sean. He wasn't the bad guy in Django. No, we he's the bad wrong. guy in James Bond. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. That was a bad one. Dirty D's turn <laughs> to give his story of third man. Burr, 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 burr. Your factor. Effect third, third man third factor. Man oh, I'll do the third man syndrome. So instead of finding long boring stories, so you just did. Good, I had to take y'all. <laughs> he did the same thing I did. Um, I'm gonna do a little quick. Fuck y'all <laughs> <laughs> excerpts. So this is all gonna be like little Reddit stories of people saying their experiences with third man factor. So this person said something happened to their dad. He fell off a sea cliff in Alaska into boulders and shattered his leg and broke his back in a handful of places. He laid there alone for hours calling for help, but nobody was coming. Then he said a little girl came down from the cliff and kept him company. Um, He said she told him stories and sang to him, pat his head, and even put her coat over him to keep him warm. This guy must be a pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) He's imagining little kids. The sexy little girl came down and <laughs> sang to me. Bunch of my buddies came from the metaverse. We raked the shit out of her. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> but when someone eventually came around the bay and spotted him, there was no little girl. He was near a very small and remote Alaskan town, and no one in the small community had any idea of any little girl who uh, matched that description. They always joked it was his guardian angel. What a twist. What a twist. Was she alive? <laughs> Didn't exist. Did she have a face? Like, didn't he give a description? Yeah, maybe the girl got lost and died, too. Well, yeah, they said, oh, he not, said... Whenever say. whenever that a story like that happens, I do assume that's what happened. She died in the forest. Why but she they die? said... Um, She's a spirit that just... When he went her. back to the village, oh. that's what, that's what nobody I, recognized the description of her. Yeah, I was like, what year <clears> is this? It doesn't say. It just... This guy's dad, so it couldn't have been, like, super long ago. Hmm. So well, you're yeah. saying it's, like, ghosts helping... Well, since you don't have a story, we could talk about. I got what? lots of stories. Well, pick one. Do your best. It's one. his turn. I'm fucking trying Jeez. to tell you some stories. I thought that was it. Don't skip I him. I got multiple He's stories. He's got lots of them. Oh, I thought he had Why one. Why don't you relax, I guy? I thought he had one story. Oh my god! I thought he had one story. He's like he gets to do a topic, and he's <laughs> like, "Fuck!" Right. You thought I had one King two of the second castle. story? Jeez. I did. I really did. I didn't. Colonel Shackleton, and he thinks he's big boss shit. <laughs> my god! I really. Yeah. Hush. So the next story of multiple that he's got. <laughs> this person said Rocket 69. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a really terrible car accident a few years ago and I was stuck in the car. They had to cut me out. During it, I came to and there was a woman who had climbed into the rear seat behind me mm-hmm. and was holding my shoulders, telling me I was going to be okay and that help was coming. I thought she stayed with me until I blacked out and woke up to a fireman cutting the door off and pulling me out. The firemen, paramedics, and my mother who had gotten there quickly all said there was no woman at all. That traffic had gone around and no one had stopped because the fire department was only a few blocks down the road. Said I can still hear her voice. I know she was touching me, <laughs> but no one saw her. Yeah, she was. Freaks me out still. That's kind like, of freaky. Settle down. Let me jerk you real quick while the police go. What calms you I down the most? I feel like it's most. creepy that she was in the car in the back seat with you. Like, that's creepier than, like, on the sidewalk or something, I feel like. Well, I mean, I'd rather in, the, like, the passenger seat or something, but, like, behind me, it's like... Yeah, like, you gonna... Uh, uh, you gonna fight me or you gonna fuck me? <laughs> what are we doing here? 
the uh, so do it for the cats says I had a very similar experience. <laughs> okay. Terrible car accident had to be cut out. Came to and a woman was there comforting me, but she didn't sit in the car with me. She was outside the car, but sat next to me and told me help was coming and everything would be okay. Twenty years later, and her calming presence is still vivid to me. That sucks. And I keep saying they're calming. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of little ones. Yeah, I looked on YouTube just for a second. And there's like a thousand stories of this happening. So I was like, fuck them. Like most of them have like dyed hair. Like I don't trust a person with dyed hair. How old are boobs? Pretty decent, actually. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were talking about like Comic-Con. Yep. I bet it's the chicks there are way hotter nowadays. Probably worse the way things are now. Can't be Dave. attractive. I'm go with David. Dudes. I went. Oh, yeah. You're going to be. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't even think about that part Never of it. Never mind. Uh, there's. All the sexy ones so, are going to be dudes. So it's all the same Comic Con <laughs> dudes, but they're now ladies. Yeah. One, Fuck. One and then in, all the girls are fat. Yeah. One in 10 girls is hot. And I would look at nine ugly girls just to see one hot one. That's I think that's worth the price. But that turns out that hot one is a dude. <laughs> well, the nine were the only ones you can have sex with. Yeah. Mm. Unless you want to bang the hot dude. Well, I just want to go there because it's cool now. I don't want to. Oh, I wore a Metalocalypse uh, shirt when I went. And there were, like, not everybody. There people that like Metalocalypse was like, yo, I love your shirt. And I was like, yeah, it's cool, right? Dead faces. Cool story. They dress up. They make fucking costumes from 3D printers. Some people, yeah. And you, a lot and of some people. Everybody was commenting on how no, cool your know. shirt was. No, not everybody. Uh, not not everybody goes full bore. Like oh, some people, just, I don't know. I've never been. Some people just want to watch, a, uh, put on an anime shirt and just go. Sweet, it's fun. Yeah. So Lego she loyalty said, "I once had a branch fall on my head. I was pulling on it, so my bad." <laughs> <laughs> then I heard a voice, just a dude say, "Shit!" I got up and looked around. Nobody there. My third man is not necessarily helpful, but he does agree with me. Been there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now I would have that guardian angel like, damn, dude, that must have hurt. I'm like, yeah, it was. Thanks. So, sound like a hot rod when he fell down that hill. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, most of them There's are really them. just the that they're just the that. same thing that they're either in an accident, car accident, whatever, and somebody shows up and it's a calming presence, and and then they leave. I heard so. two war ones, and I should have told those instead. Yeah, probably so. Mm-hmm. All right, so I came across two. I don't know if that's necessarily explanations, but kind of theories. Th- yeah, theories about All right, let me, where let it me could do come mine. from. Okay, you can I thought you haven't done any you research. Said you didn't have any. He's, I got some. He's reading the theories. <laughs> <laughs> I got some. He's All right, uh, reading intently. <laughs> June first, nineteen thirty-three. Frank Smythe. Smythe attempts to reach the peak of Mount Everest. He spent two nights above the death zone as he waited for the weather to clear. Lack of food, oxygen, and sleep had made Smythe a pitiful mess. You seen all those pictures of all the dead people up there? Everest? Yeah. Yeah. There's and one there's like had... way more coming down yeah. than going up. They Whoa. had like one they I found. Wanted... That makes sense, but I didn't figure. Recently, and there was like a fucking person like reaching out like this to the water, and they were like a frozen mummy. And it, like all the clothes is blown well, off. Well, like of them. nowadays when people Whoa. go up, they have they're like, "Oh, did you get? I got they, to it's like a marker." Like, yeah, I got to green. I think like green shoes is yeah. one of them. This is like a dead body with green shoes. So as he attempts to reach the peak, Smith loses his footing, almost tumbling to the rocks below. Fell down the whole goddamn mountain. His ice axe jams on a crack, keeping him in the fall. Smith later will recount. All the time I was climbing alone, I had a strong feeling that I was accompanied by a second person. This is the second man account, second man factor. This feeling was so strong that it completely eliminated all loneliness I might otherwise have felt. It seemed that I was tied to my companion by a rope and that if I slipped, he would hold me. I remember constantly glancing back over my shoulder. Uh, Frank Smythe would reach the peak where celebrating with a mint cake... He broke it in two and headed out to his other it does sound good. So companion. So that two people thing, I've got a, a explanation type All theory right. on so that So see, I did so much research that our research. You were like, you ain't got nothing to do at home. We were, you were yeah, off yeah, today. Yeah. You were off today. Yeah. Somebody said I didn't need to do any research, so I didn't. I asked multiple times. 
This guy naps. Marty been through it. <laughs> this guy naps and nobody wakes him up. I chopped wood today. For what? I wish For I had what time fireplace? to chop wood. What fireplace? Or why? For our shooting range. I told oh. you this already. Oh, yeah, you did. We're going to shoot in chopped wood? We're going to shoot into wood, yeah. <laughs> nice. April 1st, 1983. Fucking James Savigny. James and his friend Richard are spending the day mountaineering through the Canadian Rockies. It is the last day James will see his friend alive. As they make their way up Mount Delta Form, an avalanche sweeps both men all the way to the base of the mountain. When James wakes up, he has a broken back, arms, ribs, teeth, nose, and scapula. What's that? It's uh, this thing. Your back. No, it's the oh, wing the on the. It's the wing on the back. It's the flat part. In addition to the bone breaks, James has also torn ligaments in both his knees, has internal bleeding, has open wounds, and cannot raise his right arm. His friend right. Richard is dead. James lays down to die, but then 20 minutes later feels a presence. He felt someone behind him and heard a voice. No, you can't give up. You have to live. Imagining uh, Mickey from Rocky. You can't give up. You gotta live. You gotta eat lightning and crap thunder. That was pretty good. It told me what to do. The only decision I had made at that point in time was to lie down next to Rick and to fall asleep and to accept death. That's the only decision I made. All decisions made subsequent to that were made by the presence. I was merely taking instructions. I understood what it wanted me to do. It wanted me to live. Miraculously, James was able to crawl his way back to rescue where cross-country skiers discovered him. James would live to tell the tale. I really, this next one, I thought you would probably do this one. This was September 11, 2001, Ron DeFrancesco. That one you just told? It's, yeah, it's like the third most told one. Like, on what about this September 11th one? This is oh, that was number two. Yeah, yeah. This guy, I think, is like from Canada, and he got a job yeah, in New right. York, and he was like, "Oh man, I got a job at the World Trade Towers. Nice. <laughs> my life is made. couldn't be better. Yeah, nothing my, bad happens here. My son's coming any day now. <laughs> it is the morning of September 11th." And Ron DeFrancisco's world has erupted in chaos. He's on the 84th floor of the South Tower. DeFrancisco struggles through the smoke down the stairwell. So I think he was like saying they saw the plane crash on the first tower and then yeah. they were being told, stay here. It's just the first tower. We're all going to be yeah, fine. Nothing's they went going back on to here. work. Yeah, work. <laughs> stay here. Well, I mean, I would do the same thing probably. You would be dead. I, I mean, I got a pills to pay, dude. I can't just leave. So I don't work? know about this guy you're talking about, but there was like a security guard, I guess. And they got like the call, like, just stay put. And he's like, no, that's fucking stupid. We're getting the fuck yeah, out of here. And he got too. everybody out and everybody lived. And then he went back in to go get more people. And then died. he died. Yeah. Oh, man, that's sad. All right. So DeFrancisco struggles to get his job done. The whole building's on fire. Yeah. Struggles through the smoke down the stairwell. He and many others are forced to stop by a collapsed wall. Smoke is choking out oxygen in the room. DeFrancisco collapsed to the floor, and just then something remarkable happened. Someone told me to get up. DeFrancisco would later state the voice calling him Ron encouraged him to keep moving forward. Ron would later say, somebody lifted me up. I was led to the stairs. I don't think someone grabbed my hand, but I was definitely led. Ron would later recount after the ordeal. DeFrancisco ended up finding a way down the stairwell, even though a wall of flames blocked him off at the point. The voice led Ron to run through the fire. I think that guy was actually like the last he was. person to right. get out of the South Tower. He was. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. He was. I think he was like blocking. He had a piece of uh, uh, oh, sheetrock. Yeah, yeah, he had a piece of sheetrock that he was blocking like flames out with Scotty. while he was running down the stairs. Uh -huh. All right. I think I'm good. All right. So I got a couple of theories. So the obvious one, though, angels, right? Right. Oh, well, yeah. Guardian, Guardian angel. angels. That one on that picture holding the two kids' hands going across the bridge. Maybe. Top dog, protective angel, top dog. I always, I always thought of this as that poster that was like, you can do it. Hang in there. No, like, oh. I always saw my footsteps, but then there was the always Jesus footsteps. Thing. Yeah, behind. That's, That's when I carried you. There, yeah, there was two footsteps. So yeah, when it was hard times. There was only Why one. Why like, Where were you? Was like, I was carrying. I was carrying <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, guardian angels, spirits. 
whatever. Some people argue if your brain is uh, a brain or two uh, two brains connected to each other. So like when you're in danger and stuff, like the left one is talking to the right one's like the right one's like I give up, and the left one's like Yo, you can do it. Get the fuck up. So it's like your brain talking to each other. Uh, like another theory is like a. Uh, a lot of these are like professional explorers and professional divers, except for that wife. So it's your the human side of your brain just giving up. Like, I'm just going to lay down or like, I'm just going to. Just like your instincts kick in. Yeah. Then the professional side, the instincts are like, yo, get the fuck. You got like 50 yards. I know it's like impossible, but you can do it. Or that sounds right. I mean, it's just your professional side. Like the Marine. Coming out. Like, like you're in a situation like I'm about to die. I've never been here before. This is what we train for. Yeah, and then your training comes in. in yeah. You don't know what's happening. Yeah. All right. So I got a couple. This one's called the bicameral mind. And it's a theory that prior to humanity's ability to articulate their motivations, our ancestors would hear their inner monologue as a separate voice directing them to take actions. The theory was proposed by Julian Jaynes, who used early writings from antiquity and its ubiquitous lack of inner motivation, instead ascribing virtually all personal motivations to having originated in instructions literally spoken to them by the gods. So, like, people weren't able to do things on their own. They had voices to tell them to do shit back in the day. And that's part, I guess, that voice is coming out again. Except you see a dude now. See, that's like that. You haven't you heard have that episode, but we talked about that last week with yeah. the the shadow people, was, like as with just some kind of primal fear that we're scared of the dark and we're scared of strangers, so we're just seeing something that scares us. And now, I mean, some kind of primal thing comes up to be like we're scared of this. This is how we're go- over gonna overcome it or something. So another one is the alien hand syndrome. And it is another theory that, I mean, it kind of makes more sense on the stories with the two people or like the, the tower guy or any of that. So imagine that you are two people. The two of you act as one with such coordination that it is imperceivable. Every action, every action, an implicit, unspoken, unacknowledged agreement. The two of you live your lives sharing the same body, blissfully unaware that you are sharing this experience with the other. Until something happens that one of you can't handle it, but the other one can. So this is a very abbreviated, shallow explanation of these interconnected topics. I guess that's kind of going to the, the rest of it. But So yeah, actually are always two people, but Twins. we take up the same place and but do the same thing. <laughs> I was seeing if, if he would come out and he could see him doing something like, You don't know what I'm doing. But then you get into a fucked up accident and... You can't handle it, but the other guy can. So he's like, we're in this together. You better fucking get going. It's like drunk brain. Like one of you's like, oh, man, I could fuck up the rock. But then the other one's like, dude, just relax. Go to sleep because you've been it's like the angel much. and the devil. <laughs> on yeah. Your shoulder. yeah, that's what it is. I heard an imaginary friend could be a thing like like here. A lot of these people are explorers and they go solo. Yeah, they're by themselves all the time. Drop they're dead by the, Like uh, Lindenberg, the first airplane lady. Lindenberg. Lindenberg. <laughs> no. What did I say? You, Lindenberg. Uh, Lindenberg. Lindenberg. That wasn't a lady. That was Earhart. Air, yeah, I, that was naming two different people. <laughs> oh, okay. So they, they're all on by themselves for a long time, and they just make up this imaginary friend that's like, yeah, wake up. Mind that. I mean, it makes sense. That's another reason possibility could be somebody from a parallel dimension like the shadow people bigfoot i always mention ghosts like ghosts. prime prime shadow people mermaids mermaids mer people mer trans <laughs> people trans right. scientific explanations we have they're just hallucinations auditory hallucinations some researchers suggest that the third man factor may be a form of auditory hallucination Brought on by the brain's attempt to cope with extreme stress or fear. I mean, like, it's, what if you like? Pass it's just out a natural. Just it. It's just a natural thing your brain does. I mean, you, yeah, your your dreams usually come out of your waking brain. Oh, the other night I dreamed I could whistle out my nose and my mouth at the same time, so I could do like How one the instrument fuck do you at my mouth. Whistle out of your nose. I don't know. It was in the dream. <laughs> I could do like 
the one part of the song and then like the other part of the song out my nose oh, and like oh that's that's pretty awesome yeah it was pretty badass nice dream. everybody was really impressed <laughs> i told my wife after i woke up and she was not impressed yeah i doubt it <laughs> cognitive processing other researchers propose that the third man factor may be a manifestation of the human brain's tendency to seek out patterns and meaning even in the face of extreme stress or uncertainty it's just I think this is all just coming from your brain trying to help you out to live. That's what we're like meant to do. Knows you're dying and it's just trying to. It's cope just with a it. suicide is so hard for people to do because we have that uh, that survival uh, is it mentality. So hard for people to do when all yeah. those people are doing it. I'd be really good if I wanted. It actually to do is. Yeah, I could do it real good if yeah, I wanted. To. <laughs> There's like people that actually like kill themselves. Like, not through, like, pills or something, like stabbing Shotgun. themselves or kill, shooting themselves. That's how I would kind of do it. Like, stabbing. Stab yourself, then shoot yourself. No, I would do a backflip <coughs> off, off of something and shoot myself in the face. It'd be pretty cool. The people that stab themselves, they actually have, like, hesitation. I don't know what you call it. Like, stabbings in them. Yeah, because they're like, ow, they're just ow, like ow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. Because it's your survival instinct coming out like, oh, fuck, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Or people have said the people that actually survive Yo. suicide attempts are like, uh, when I was doing it, as soon as I cut myself, I was like, fuck, I should not have done that. Man, yeah. people stabbing themselves in the cha- in the chest is ballsy. People do it on the wrist and do it wrong. There's, there's people that are like, I'm fucking doing this. That's and crazy. those are the ones that are like, get it done. And then there's people that are Respect, like, kind of, kind of uh, hesitant about it. Psychogenic explanation some experts believe that the third man factor may be a psychogenic experience triggered by the stress and trauma of the situation which causes the brain to perceive a voice that isn't actually there so all these things are pretty much the same goddamn thing it's just your brain trying well, to they protect keep saying you. like auditory and hearing but people see stuff it's just your brain doing i mean your brain makes hallucinations all the time when you're but i never um this guy offered this that third man uh some of his mint cake it's pretty pretty well he didn't he no not the third man the guy had a mint cake and he broke it in half for his third man yeah, offered it to him well i mean that's not anything that's just him being like oh there was a third man there i gotta save some for him it would take me it would take me a lot to believe that a, per, a person has to be real real to for me to share my cake it's just your brain dude like I was telling the other day, I've been hearing shit in my house. It's real to me. Y'all are making fun of me, but my brain made it real. Like I thought, I thought I was were, hearing. I thought you were house. just playing. I was like, You're I'm just saying those. that's my, your brain can make so many things real. I wasn't making fun of you. I was telling you there's a man in your house. <laughs> true but too. I'm just saying your brain can make so many things fucking real. Like yeah, no, it's just your brain doing some. That's it's fun. just trying to keep you alive. I mean, it's a good good thing. Oh, I did hear it was like hereditary. Yeah, I think David might have. I did not. Oh, I heard it was like hereditary too. Like it's like a learned thing. Somebody keeping us alive. Just learned. What do you mean? Like you're from like the monkey. Been like the monkey. No, like the monkey days. Just like something born in, you know, just to keep you alive. Like make. We know a lot of things from our monkey people's side. (laughs) Don't sleep in trees at night. Rule number one. Number I thought two. you should sleep in trees at night. Yeah, but you fall to. off, though. Yeah, but if no, you're on the floor, don't. then you get eaten by animals. Yeah, but if you're on the tree, then you fall off, hit two branches, and get hit by eaten They by don't elephants. because they have tails that cling. Yeah, uh, they hang upside down like bats. Cling, cling, cling. Final thoughts. I think it's just your brain protecting you from dying. Yeah, pretty much. Sounds about right, too, yeah. All right. <laughs> I think we we saw this one. finally. You need a it's stamp. Not, you need like a stamp sound. <laughs> it's just your brain. It's just another thing. Your brain's fucking awesome, Matt. That's what your brain does. Try to keep you alive. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beer Conspiracy Show. Hope you liked that one. Please remember to like us and share us on Facebook and Instagram. Wherever you're listening to us, rate and review us. If you're on Apple, please give us five stars. You don't mind if you like the show we'll keep making more oh yeah if you guys need want to hear a subject send us an email at beardconspiracyshow at gmail.com we'll do whatever you guys want to hear you can get us on facebook messenger and we'll see you next week for another episode of the beer conspiracy show we keep it sexy we keep it sexy hips and nips hips and nips kurt russell we love you were you expecting us to like, no, that was say my, it after my two like, man 
third. Because I'm two man. I was okay. I thought you wanted us to third man it. It's a white person that smelled like um, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> what? <laughs>